Rhea. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, you suck. You gotta come in on the beat. Wow. Come on, champagne. Champagne. Champagne <laughs> <Hey>, now. <laughs> well, Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lynn. And Treva. <laughs> yeah, this is happening. <laughs> I personally blame the fact that we have drank half of this jug of wine. We are drinking Carlo Rossi Sangria, and it comes in a jug and it's delicious. <laughs> That's dangerous. Dangerous. Oh yeah, what are we reviewing today? Today we're reviewing Praxis. Praxis. Adaptation from the book Push. By what, Sapphire. By Sapphire. Was that 1996 or so? Yes. And the movie came out in... 2009. Yes, 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 yes. So this is part of our Black History Month series. Yes. Where we are focusing on books that are either about significant Black figures or written by Black authors. Yay. Yay. Yeah, we're excited about the series. So let's jump into Push. Yes, well, you yes, got yes, to yes. Push. Come on and Push. <laughs> push is deep. I mean, that just was so deep for me. Right. I said, that's so, what I'm saying. So, 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 I was hoping Brad chimed in because she knew where that was from, I would think. Precious is a little bit too deep, and so is Push for me. I mean, it just rocked me to my core. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, it was it was heavy. Heavy, and it's just, you know, I'm not saying, you know, anybody's privileged or whatever, but it's just, it's so hard for me to imagine the certain things that people have to go through. But she was able to rise above it. Well, just... And we rise up. Oh my God. <laughs> the Apparently the author, Sapphire, began writing this book in 1993. And she wrote the book basically because she, she was saw a these types of stories. She, she saw, she these, saw stories. these types of stories yeah. right, in her job. So she said she felt like she had to write something about it lest no one else would yeah. to understand. Mm -hmm. So the kids that she taught inspired her to, to tell a, probably a combination of their oh, stories. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So while even though this is not a true story, I just think that these stories exist in our country. And I love the fact that it shed a light that these things can happen. And, and quite frankly, sadly, they happen a lot in the African-American community yeah. because systems fail yep. after African-American communities on a regular basis. So some people think that it's an exaggerated story, but I believe that... Um, Okay. There's a lot of trueness to it. It's, it's a true cycle of incest and abuse that needs to be brought to the forefront because they go on in families every single day. Yeah. In the book, there was a scene where where uh, Precious said, why didn't anybody come to arrest my daddy when I had my first baby? Yes. And, I, and that hit me so hard. Like, why didn't everybody knew it was yep. her daddy's baby because she was... Very open with saying that. Yeah. Yeah, but they... Why? Yeah. Right. Exactly. And then, like, I mean, yeah, she was 14 when she had her first baby. 12. 12, I'm sorry. 12 when she had her first baby. Mm -hmm. But when she was being raped at three, why did grandma, Mama. neighbor, teacher, anybody speak up? You remember, she was quiet. She didn't communicate. I think they didn't talk about it. Mama knew. 
I oh, think Mama knew all. I think she there. told somebody, and then after telling people so much that they didn't listen and care, she just stopped saying stuff. Yeah, it's just amazing what people allow others to do to our children. It was hard. It was <laughs> so hard. Very hard. Reading that book, I had to pause a few times because I just had this like lump in my throat from like just getting nauseated by what I was reading. Yeah. And it wasn't until the end of the book when um, the mother started telling her story about, you know, how she loved her man and that was her man and she won him with her daughter. Where I even got um, more, I even understood that he was he actually started molesting her when she was in the bed and was on the bottle, which was what was it? Was it three months? Did you say three years old? Oh, three years old. And so throughout the whole book, I didn't I thought this started at 12. And so at the end of the book, when that came up at the interview, I just didn't even know. But she was a lot younger than that. She wasn't three because she was still breastfeeding. She she was three months. She was still in the bottle. That's right. You're right. And then she said, and the bad part about it is, you know, he almost fit up in her. And I was like, what is going on? Like, it just, oh, that mama, that mama, Mm -hmm. that mama, that mama should be in jail. So that, that got to me. But then when she started talking about how she needed to be taken care of and Precious had to take care of her too because she had her needs. I I put the book down and I walked out of the room. Yeah, that was so bad. Like, not only was Daddy molesting her, Mama was too. Yeah. Exactly. Just... And then you were mad that Daddy was sleeping with your daughter, but then you were making your daughter do the same thing? Yeah. So, were you sorry? No. Making your daughter do the same thing what? She was making Precious take care of her needs. Oh, my God. Did you miss that? No, I didn't. That was one of my questions because I thought, I know I'm not crazy. And I know that can't be. No, she she was making her take care care of of her needs. Remember she said, and I don't even like the smell between my mama's legs. And she made me go up there. Yeah. I don't know why I got to do it. Yeah. You remember that conversation? Yeah, it was. It was one of the, in the movie, it was right before she went to work. Or yeah, school. I remember. School. And that's the part that stuck in my head. I'm like, wait, did that? No, it can't be. That's that bad. Like, it yeah. cannot possibly. Yeah. yeah. You were in all denial reading that. Yeah. I you was. had to be because, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard. That so, is beyond crazy. I can't even. So the movie, Precious, Monique. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know we're not even talking know, about Cass right now, me but let me tell you, I hated her with a passion. She in that amazing job. That role. She yes. played that. I did not see Monique in no. that role. Well, no, she's supposed to be like 400 pounds. Well, so yeah. when Monique came out there, I was like, that's not her. And then as she just started acting and being so vile and never saw hateful it. and rough, I was like, yep, yeah, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Monique killed it. Oh, she, she was amazing. killed it. She was absolutely amazing. Especially the end, her last, telling her, the, the social worker, the story. I was like, oh, you Well, when she came and married. said, I know that I don't have HIV because he had never put it in yeah, there. But you, know but you can see her skin that. started like to get like whiter mm-hmm. where she was having those symptoms of it, but had never gotten tested because she was so uneducated thinking that it had to be gay sex, basically, mm-hmm. for her to get it. Mm-hmm. And that's when Precious was like, um... They'll get checked out. Yeah. Right. That, showed yeah, that, that was a time for her it. to actually be smarter than her mother, to yeah. prove that she was smarter. Even her mom still didn't get it, but she was called dumb her whole life. And that one time she was able to prove that I know more than you do. Well, that's what I liked about the book as opposed to the movie is that, you know, and I get caught up in that, that 
she had a lot of head thoughts in the book. So you're reading it where she's calling her mom a dummy and she's like, I wish she would stop talking and all of this mm-hmm. stuff in the book. But of course, they're not saying all of that in the movie. And it was so nice reading the book and hearing what she was thinking about rather than trying to interpret her facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Because in the book, I felt that like, OK, yeah, she's finally can realize that she's smarter than her mom because she's sitting back saying, Mama, shut up and stop talking every time her mom said something ignorant. That was part of my issue with the movie, too. What's that? That I wish that the movie had more of her thoughts yeah. leading up because it, it was significant. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it had her daydreams, but not her actual yeah, not thoughts. Her actual yeah, not bothering me too. Because yeah. so. the thoughts really in the book put you in her headspace. It, it headspace. really did. It Even really when did. she was reading out loud her journal and was kind of going back and forth with... Um, Miss Rain, I think, reading the journal back and mm-hmm. forth with her. Was Miss Rain the teacher? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Blue yeah, Rain. Paula Patton. Yeah, reading the journal back and forth. Like, there was so much dialogue with, for us, reading the book, reading her journal entries yeah. that it put us in her headspace. Yeah. So, absolutely knew what she was feeling at all times. Right. We were feeling a certain thing watching the movie because right. we just, it was just a lot. Right. But we didn't necessarily know everything that she was thinking. Yeah. Right, especially when she first got uh, offered to go to the alternative school when she was leaving the house in the book she was so excited like I can't wait to get here blah 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 but you didn't actually feel that in the movie that she was super excited right. at all so I wish they would have left a lot of her thoughts right and then this this whole transformation of her becoming smarter and how she would take this test and she got a better score than before but it wasn't like right. where it needed to be and this whole transformation of her realizing that she was smart. Right. And even when she went to live in that home and just the things that she was knowing and she mm-hmm. started to read. I mean, you got a little bit of a sense of that in the movie, but it yeah, was just so it, impactful. I mean, it literally went from her not knowing her ABCs almost to her actually reading a whole book kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like I got that. I actually got that from the movie, um, that particular moment, um, even though it didn't show it right together. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, one moment she was just met. Miss Rain, mm-hmm. and she was going over like she couldn't even pronounce beach or mm-hmm. shores or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or she book. just assu- she she assumed what it would have said, mm-hmm. and so she said right. beach exactly. to make it easier because right. that's how she got pushed through school mm-hmm. um, year after All year. Right. And then finally, when then she finally was like close, she, yeah. as in like you're she's showing her that you know being creative, being intuitive, being able to like guess with the surrounding words. It's helpful, but it's still not reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why she was, like, close, but it's actually short. Sure. Mm-hmm. So that part I really like that she expressed, yeah. you know, I see that you're using the words around it, so mm-hmm. you're, you're getting there, but you're not reading yet. Right. Yeah. Right. I liked how in the movie they gave her friends and classmates that cared, that came yeah. to the hospital. Yeah. For one, Lenny Kravitz as a male oh nurse. Oh, my God. Love that. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Love me like, some Lenny Kravitz. You can be my nurse any day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. I got a broken arm. <laughs> I got a splinter. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I got this cough. <laughs> but yeah, so um, seeing her with friends and people that like made her laugh, I really enjoyed that in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, to be honest, nowadays you miss out on a lot of that. Um, there, People, or especially high schoolers, are not as willing to be that shoulder for a lot of people, a lot of kids to cry on. I think they need to go back to that. Yeah. 
Um, you know, everybody's so caught up on social media and not wanting to be seen with a certain person. And so it doesn't necessarily just lie in a classroom. It's all over. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, this happened then. And I think it was good that she had those connections. I'm just not as sure as that they even have as much now because people are so caught up on social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they don't know how to actually be there for someone. Mm-hmm. Aside from liking your posts. Yeah. But, um... But it's just, it bothers me because every system around her failed. The school Everyone. system failed. Yeah. You got a child peeing in school, you know, having these moments in school where she doesn't, she's not getting up to use the bathroom. Right. Something needs to happen there. Right. Yeah. She couldn't read. She couldn't do anything, but yet she was getting pushed through school. Right. You know, even down to the nurse that was like, oh, well, I was hoping you would get your, in the book, your life together, you know, the second baby and you need to get yeah. yourself together. Like, really? Do you even know her story? Right. Every Making it seem no like that cares. she was purposely going out in there and getting pregnant. Right. Exactly. Versus looking into why a 12-year-old is pregnant. Right. Just assuming that she's, oh, she's as fast. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It was so horrible. I did every system around it her broke failed. Her. Push, her, push her on out. It broke my heart in the movie when she was like, you know, I never had a boyfriend. You know, it, you know, now I got HIV. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, was, it, was, it broke my heart because she didn't really ask for this. Right. It's life. You know? And she was saying that in the book, <sighs> you know, why me? Why right. did all this stuff happen to me? Why my daddy had to sleep with me? Right. Why did I have the babies? It's heartbreaking. Yeah, it was just, it was so much, man. I think I could talk about this movie oh, all yeah. day when we talk about the me social too. failures. It was hard to read and to watch, but I'm glad this book became a movie because people don't see these things like yeah. you you might hear it in like a story but it seems like it's so unreally like tangible that it could never happen it's totally like it, it becomes real for like society amazing and i my, and my hope is that she her story helped just one person you know what so. i mean it, yeah. i hope it helped millions but just if she could have just helped one person um have the voice to get out mm-hmm. another like aspect is if I mean, people that came from maybe like her walk of life and her struggles, not being able to even know the alphabet at the age of 16. This is where platforms like Audible are great because mm-hmm. they might not be able to read and know what this girl is going through or like the similarities that she may have or the person might have to that person. But Audible, she can listen to it and know Absolutely. that like you're not mm-hmm. alone. So platforms like that just become even more of a guide in life than like you even think. To and, to be, and to be honest, that's, you know, again, that's kind of, part of our mission you know you may have tried to get out to kids that just aren't interested in holding a book and going from page by page but if you can get them involved in the story they can even listen to the story they can get engaged and see something outside of their world or even just find out they're not alone yeah i'm pretty sure like there are people to this day that are in her shoes that feel alone, but they don't know that there's the resource to listen, to mm-hmm. read. To me, it's great. And break yeah. the cycle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Break the cycle. Absolutely. So there was a sequel to this book called The Kid. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. And it follows her son. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Abdul. Abdul. So it follows him up to age 19. The sequel to this book was um, in 2011. Oh, wow. But... I really need it to become a movie so we can talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so it definitely, it follows Early the life Daniels. of the sun. You need to pick yeah. this one up. So you guys want to move to the casting? Well, not before we move on. I, I wanted to mention the cameraman in this movie was horrible. I don't know what it was. I don't, you probably, you guys probably didn't pay attention. But for some reason, I don't know why I pay atten- paid attention to that particular, in particular, but... 
he was all over the place. Like one minute he was all in her face and you could see him like the camera like moving back or it was just weird for me. I think I think yeah, it was, it was meant to weird. I think but I think Lee Daniels meant to do that. Oh. I mean he's too much of a professional to leave something like that if that's not what he meant to do. Oh it was terrible. I didn't yeah. like it. I didn't like it. May, that was, I mean, that was maybe there was some kind of emotion that he was trying to trying to affect or trying to make it feel at all. But I can't imagine that Lee Daniels would have left something not affected because he's awesome. But I don't know. I think it had more to do with that's her life. Mm-hmm. You it's know, in, you're unstable. You're, you're in yeah. my face. You're out of my face. You're all over the place. Yeah. Okay. So to the casting, of course, um, Monique was just. Uh, I, I can't even say nothing about her. I, I loved her. Amazing. And of course, she was dancing in that bodysuit. Oh my! With them trying on the wigs. I was, I was like, get a girl. I was done. Get a girl. <laughs> I was like, get a girl. Monique. Knowing that she struggled with her body images, like personally in her real everyday life, to know that she wanted to portray the mom as best as she could, so she had to swallow her own pride to do that. Mm-hmm. I was like, "You go, girl." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, me in a cat suit, a bodysuit on the TV, I feel like a little bit something insecure. <laughs> but she literally got on it. Okay, so how do we want to rate this? Are we ready to rate? We are. Oh, let me get a shout out to Precious. Uh, what's her name? Precious. Gabrielle Sidibe. Amazing job. She, she was, was amazing. So good. Well, she is amazing. My goodness. American Horror Story. Oh, great. She is know. awesome. I haven't seen that. An Empire. Oh, I love it. And I see you, Mariah Carey, Miss Weiss. Mm-mm. Can't take it away from Mariah. I wanted her to bust into songs. Paula Patton was good. Sapphire was good. Lynn Kravitz. It was a really good Shepherd. I mean, everybody very, was good. Very well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do you expect, Lee Daniels? It, 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 you're right. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Can't expect anything less. Go, Lee. Go, Lee, Lee. And then you had Sapphire on set at all times, and she, you know, helped. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great segue into the uh, ratings. And I think, with the exception of the fact that I wish that there was more sort of thought process dialogue, I really think it was a great adaptation. And I'm going to give it a full glass. I agree. I want to give it a full glass also. I think that it was just as intense to read as it was to watch. So full glass for me as well. Full glass for me. Alrighty, that's a full bottle. The bottle is gone, so we had yeah, no choice but to give it a full bottle. Share with you guys. It, it is a not. jug. It ain't a bottle. Right. <laughs> yeah, but the jug is gone, so that's even worse. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for tuning in, and catch us on the next episode. Follow us on all our social media. We watch wine, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Alrighty, bye. 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 Yeah, we have one of those. Oh, no, these pretzel chips are really good. The deli style ones with the wine. Mm-hmm.